FC13 podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Hello, hello, and welcome to the start of a very special segment here on the FC13 podcast. The World Cup's coming up, and who better to tell you about the countries who are going to be competing at the World Cup are some guests. Throughout the, between now and the start of the tournament, we're going to be having some guests on from different countries to preview how their countries are going to get on at the World Cup. And to start us off with, we're going to be starting off close to home with a country called Mexico. Sit back and relax, listen to me and Michael and some special guests talk about all things L3. We're back. Uh, my name is Paul. I'll be your host for this podcast. I'm joined as usual by one Mr. Michael. Howdy doody. I'm doing good, thank you. And we are joined by two very special guests, um, Jorge and Edgar from the Tackles in Europa podcast. Am I, am I saying that right, boys? No, that's close right. enough. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, so, to help our, so to help our listeners um, understand this a bit more, um, so tell me what you guys do. You guys run your own podcast with Mexican football, I believe, correct? Yes, it's an uh, it's a Spanish uh, language podcast where you follow all the players that play in Europe, the Mexican players that play in European leagues, and occasionally, like on the off season, we'll talk about the Mexican league as well. Or if someone's like popping off like crazy, we'll definitely like give them a little shout and stuff. But for the most part, we follow the national team players that are over abroad. Excellent. Yeah, sounds like that'll keep you occupied as well. We know like there's Mexican players like all over the globe as well so you must get pretty good at just learning about random places every now and again i've gotten really good at waking up early for those like early morning like european matches so (laughs) i'm I'm used to like working on two hours of sleep now so the life of a podcaster it's glamorous ladies and gentlemen yeah and um so seeing as you're a man without sleep i won't waste your time too much we'll get stuck into question one then um just like for those who are like new to the world cup new to football maybe this is the first world cup they don't know too much going in what can you tell us about the history of mexico and the world cup like and do you have any moments in particular in your lifetime that stand out watching mexico at the world cup well there's like something really special about mexico when when you're talking about the world cup that it's uh, the second uh, most uh time is going to the world cup behind brazil it's the second uh team that has reached like more World Cups, and it's tied with Brazil uh, on more uh, best of 16 appearances oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty consistent, but like we never go really far. It's just like best of eight twice and both in Mexico. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> say we're like a dark horse or anything, but we have had this like identity sort of where we'll beat the teams we're not supposed to beat. But then we also <laughs> get beaten by teams are not supposed to beat us. So, like, yeah, it ends up, like, like, building itself out. Like the United States on, on 2002. Hey, right. We don't talk about yeah. that one. Yeah, I wasn't going yeah. to I was going to be nice and not mention that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a dark, dark, dark day for us. Yeah, so we got, like, Germany and Russia, things like that. But then, like, we always get eliminated by big teams, which is good. Yeah. But we also put ourselves in that position, you know, by finishing second of the group when we could maybe finish first by beating that big team. So, you know, it happens. Yeah, as an outsider looking in, like, for me, especially growing up, like, Mexico is just – it's a World Cup team, you know. You're just really happy yeah. to see there. There's a lot of color in the st- there's a lot of color in the stands when they play. I love that kit combination, the green, white, and the red. Like 
they said they're a quintessential World Cup team, and I, I never actually knew that before. They've been to the World Cup like so many times, but I guess that's just like you guys have dominated Concacaf for so long, you know. And I believe we're also like usually the country that buys the most tickets, right? If yeah, I'm not yeah, it's oh, wow. Mexico, England, just yeah, always. Yeah. It is crazy how much of an impact you guys have in the World Cup, but unfortunately don't have much success there. So going yeah. into this World Cup, what do you think your chances are? You got a decent group, I think. Uh, you got Saudi <laughs> Arabia, Argentina, Poland. That, that's a group where I feel you guys could come second behind Argentina. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... we're... <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, yes, it feels like we can reach the, the best of 16 this year, but Mainly because Saudi Arabia isn't really that like that good offensively, and Poland is just a mess right now. So it's just yeah, it's it's just like Lewandowski and ten some people be behind him. So yeah, actually they're they're playing right now, and if as we're recording this, and if they lose this one, they'd actually be relegated from the Nations League. So they've won yeah. one match in their whole group. So we like to watch our games, just kind of analyze our opponents and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm more scared of Saudi Arabia than Poland, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Saudi Arabia so, can, can, can keep a 0-0 scoreboard if they want to. Yeah, a lot of people who may not be paying attention, um, Saudi Arabia did really well in the Asian qualifying, yeah. like particularly, I think they're in a tough group alongside mm -hmm. Japan and Australia. and They were first in their group to qualify. Yeah, the yeah exactly. Like So they're not one of the big sexy names in uh, the world of football, but they're a lot better than people giving credit for it. They're one of I don't Saudi know what, yeah, they're, they're very like, intense all game. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, very, very intense. And their league is getting better year by year, so that's only going to um, bring over to their national team eventually as well, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, outside of that, Mexico is playing really bad. It's just two years of very bad results and it's just be a style. Yeah, yesterday yeah. we won against uh, Peru, but it was really like. Anybody could have Sad. scored the goal we scored. It could have gone either way. And it was yeah. just, it was a win that didn't really feel like a win. It was just sort of like, oh, I guess, nice. We needed a win anyway, but not really. Yeah, two shots on goal on all all the games. So it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah like, um, like it was a, a bit strange, like watching the last qualification campaign and part, like watching the Canada games. Part was like, oh, Canada's playing pretty well. But I'm like, yeah. Is Mexico playing bad or are we playing? It's like, yes, it's like very much. You know? That's Giving no credit to us, eh? <laughs> no, this it's I, I see Canada, and of course, you have like three, four really, really good players, like outside even of of Davis. That's just another thing, mm -hmm. but it, it seems like a very well coached team. Yeah, like mm -hmm. that's something that neither the U.S. nor Mexico has. That's yeah. why you were so good this, I, I this qualification. Shout out to Canada for making like top of the group in the qualifiers, man. Uh -huh. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I hope it's not too, if it's too problematic, cut this out. But it sucks that you guys didn't get those new kits <laughs> this year, man. Like, it's fine. But if Nikki do want to sponsor this podcast, we'll happily take that segment. <laughs> <laughs> like you finished top of the group, like not only qualifying, you finished top of the group. Like that deserves like. I cannot wrap my head around that, man. It does, yeah. but I mean, I think it just goes down to like deeper. Um, it, it goes down deeper behind the scenes stuff that we see, right? I think yeah. Paul mentioned on one of our podcasts, like to get World Cup jerseys, you almost have to make the push for it two years beforehand. Yeah. And Canada's a team is like, well, are we even going to be there? 
I mean, that's, yes. a year, that's something we don't know, never mind topic or group, right? So. Exactly. Yeah, there's economic implications for exactly. For... Yeah, it mm -hmm. sucks, but I, I like our jerseys. I love our red kits. I have one. I love it. I'm okay with it. You don't have to buy a new one. Yeah, so, true, 100%. <laughs> so Mexico's glass ceiling outside of playing World Cups in Mexico has been that last 16. Like there has been some near there has been some near misses. Off the top of my head, that 2010 game against the Netherlands is one that like yeah, 14. You guys 14. are. Oh, yeah. was it? Oh, I thought it was, oh, apologies. Well, they all get a roll into one, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, um, so what, what do you think a successful World Cup for Mexico would be? Would it be reaching the last 16 again? Or do you think like you guys have to break through that glass ceiling? Um, uh, it's it's right rough. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, we're, we're playing so bad right now that like people have been calling for, for the head of, of the coach for like two years. Um, so going reaching the best of 16 feel, feels like the most we could do we could actually like reach but uh, the the fifth game as as we used to call it here in mexico it feels like impossible right now yeah. so usually like I, on I a guess... regular on a regular standard the fifth game would be our goal and obviously right now everybody's looking towards that but at, like the way things are looking, just coming out of the group would be like just not making, not, not embarrassing yeah. ourselves would be like scoring, like, scoring, scoring, <laughs> winning a game. Like, you know, so. So I guess one thing to remember is that like um, we're all holding the house party in four years' time. So um, I have an, one eye on Canada, like preparing for 2026. And I guess Mexico mm -hmm. and say that as well. You want to put yourself in that best position possible yeah. four years' time because you're pretty good at making the quarterfinals at home, as we've established. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want I want to bring that back to qualifiers then. With your answer to that, was qualifying a worry for you guys then, or were you thinking maybe a playoff spot or maybe bottom? Because you guys came second. Was it, like at what point were you guys saying we might actually be screwed here and potentially missing or going to a playoff to play in this World Cup? I think the worry it was like halfway towards it, but in the back of my mind, I think the back of most people's minds, we knew we were going to qualify no matter what. Um, the thing is, Concacaf is actually like. It's not very popular, but it's growing, man. Like mm -hmm. some of these teams are yeah. like, like, yeah, growing. Sure. and obviously they always go up against us, and they always want to win against us, so they always play their best. And yeah. like that with the spurt in like performance has been going crazy. So there was a little bit of a maybe like I wouldn't want to say worry, but like there was a thought. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think we always kind of knew it was gonna happen, and yeah, I mean they made it happen. No, it's it felt it felt like uh, the the whole region is getting better coached. So they're mm -hmm. defending better. Sure. They're very, very good at defending a zero. So they they try against the bigger teams just to get a a, a tie, and yeah. that that hurts a lot for for like Mexico and and, and Canada and, and the U.S. I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, I can tell you, Canada's approach before this World Cup window was to go into Mexico and get ties, no matter what yeah. competition it was. I remember watching World Cup qualifiers for Russia and um, South Africa or. Yeah, South Africa. Um, or sorry, Brazil is the other one. Um, I remember watching those World Cup <laughs> qualifiers, and when we had to play Mexico, it's just like, fuck's sake, just hold, don't let in too many goals and maybe try to get a draw, which obviously we never did. Yeah. But I definitely get it. Like, the, the region is getting so much better. And I, again, go back to your last statement where Canada's a very good coach team. We 100% are. I feel like, like if you compare us to America, I think America individually they're better than us but they don't have our coach he just ironed together such a good team so yeah yeah, 
Yeah, so, that, uh, that's yeah. a big difference in 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 international football. Like uh, you don't have a time to like to coach something very complex. So you have to like have a good rapport with the players and put them in positions to to excel. And if your coach can do that, your team won't get far. One hundred percent. Yeah, you need to be able thing. to. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you need to be able to get the best out of your best players at international level. Yeah. And um, yeah. like, so who would you say going into this tournament and like maybe the last couple of years, who has been um, Mexico's best players? Like, what players should um, anyone not familiar <laughs> with Mexico? be that's, aware of going into this tournament that's an interesting one because like the faces are gonna be lozano and raul jimenez and like uh Inge was telling me before we got in here memo choa obviously yeah but, he, but right now like go ahead and tell him about the best guy we got like those three uh, players uh, have been the like the faces and the best players in the last years so lozano plays in napoli uh Raul Jimenez plays in, in, in Wolverhampton. So he, for a time, he was the best striker, not on the big six on, on the, on the premier. So he was a really, really good player, but then he, he had that awful uh, injury in, on, on his head. So oh, yeah. right now we are in, in sort of a transition phase. So we have a lot of like really old players. That are getting up there that are still called and yeah. and plays on the on the starting but the best we have right now is it's edson alvarez from ajax i i guess like most people agree that he's the the best player we have and like, it's not even like, still is really good but it's not even that he's like the best he's just been consistently good for yeah. club and for country and it's just like there's no comparison right now chucky is a great player but he's on and off injured and not injured yeah. where like you can't really say oh he's like back in rhythm because every time he gets there something happens to him you know he's very um can't rely on him yeah 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 the, the style of play is very um ambitious so like he obviously yeah. exposes himself to like more hits and stuff like that so it's it's been wild yeah, he, he almost lost his eye once <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the amount of times i've seen him just rolled out in a bed has been like it's it's wild man but you know, I think right now Edson Alvarez is, is is the guy. And as you can as you can probably tell by my accent, I like I'm from the UK, specifically Scotland, and um for like the last sort of like decade or so growing up, the Mexican player I knew the best was um uh, Chicharito from his time at Manchester United. Yeah, um, yeah. is he still involved in the squad? I think he must be about 33, 34. <laughs> difficult. It's a difficult uh conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a Benzema with the French team kind oh. of thing. Okay. <laughs> with with yeah. in the MLS, so <laughs> it's different. But yeah, yeah. But no, no. I mean, but he's like he's in a fight with the rest of the team and the coach, and it's really weird. It's it's a whole novella here. It, it's more about <laughs> his locker room presence than his presence on the pitch, yeah. because he's out in the MLS and he's like he's dominating it. He's scoring like here and there. So obviously, that'd be a guy that you would at least want in your bench, right? But I think it goes deeper than that. And this is all stuff that we've read. We obviously don't know the guy. We don't know anybody that <laughs> talks to him. But it's just, there's so many reports talking about his locker room presence that it's hard to not believe it, you know? Yeah, like there's too many, like, stories all adding up, you know? Like, at the very worst, there's got to be something there, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, to be honest with you, with strikers, it's not like we're in demand right now. We have, <laughs> we have uh, Funes Mori right now, who's like... Um, 
Tata's guy. And then on top of him, I think it's Henry Martin, who's in crazy form. Santi Jimenez in, in Netherlands. And Raul Jimenez yeah. right now. So it's not only really need for him right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, yeah, the problem is we, we can get the ball up to them. That's like Chicharito's yeah. not going to fix that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys are in the World Cup final, I'd say. We'll make a jump here. I don't think you guys feel that confident in this team, but we'll say you guys get to the World Cup final. Everything's your... went right, and everything's Everything went goes wrong for right. everyone else. <laughs> um, what, what's your dream fun, final scenario? Who do you want playing that match? Oh, so, so it's it, Mexico and somebody else? Yes. Yeah, it could be anyone. Oh. Like, it, yeah, typically, you're like not in the final you... by yourself, typically. Even if it's like someone like you'd have to meet at, like, say, the quarterfinal stage because of the bracket, we're throwing that in the bin. It could be anyone you want. It could be Scotland oh, right. if you want. <laughs> give, me, give me Cameroon, man. Like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I want to play Luxembourg to World Tunisia, Cup final. <laughs> oh, it, it, it had to be like Argentina or Brazil. Those yeah. are the two, like, historically the biggest rivals for Mexico. Like, we have like a really sad history of getting uh, kicked out of the World Cup by, by Argentina twice in the last 10 years. Yeah. And uh, Brazil is like, it's the team we show up against. Mm-hmm. Like the best Mexico has ever been on the World Cup is always against Brazil. I'm gonna say Spain just because you have that like European rival, but also it's not uh. like they're like at the best <laughs> moment yet. So it's like it would be a good <laughs> test, but also it would like make us look good if we win. So <laughs> better get Wales if you, then. <laughs> if you guys win, they officially have to change the language to Mexican and not Spanish. That oh, seems fair. Yeah, like let's make a petition, man. <laughs> you play for more than a cup now, baby. Get in yeah, there. We'll, we'll make it a thing. We'll make it a thing. <laughs> I'm surprised none of you guys said the US. Outside looking in, I assumed Mexico and the US had like the that was the big rivalry for you guys, or is that more of an American? rivalry looking at Mexico no it's becoming one in, here in Mexico especially after we have lost like uh, three out of the the last four games we have lost two finals in the last we, we played last year I guess and and, and the year before yeah. so th- there's becoming one from this side as well yeah but but in the World Cup it, it feels different you know like you you want to get like the bigger names the ones you don't play that often yeah, 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 you want to play against the the big. And that's kind of the dynamic that we have in our podcast. I want to talk about real quick that it's like, like you have Inca in Mexico and me in the U.S. like Mexican American. So I think that U.S. Mexico rivalry exists in Mexico, but for the the Mexican Americans, it's more of you have more of that like investment in it, uh-huh. you know, because you see both. You, you like talk through like the the rivals more things like that. But I think it's becoming more of a thing in Mexico as well with everything that's been happening right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess, it's just a, I guess it's just the fact that you guys dominated CONCACAF for so long. America's still relatively new to you guys, right? What was that? Can you repeat that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, no worries. I said with the, I said with you guys dominating CONCACAF for so long, relatively, America's still so new to you guys. Well, we we lost to the U.S. on, on the World Cup on, on 02. So mm-hmm. it's not that it's young in in like bigger football team terms but uh it's like we still remember landon donovan we still remember it's still been a whole generation to see this yeah kind of grow now yeah yeah Yeah, so yeah like people in mexico are familiar with pulisic for example Mm -hmm. so there's there's something of a rivalry right now but 
but it's still we still remember Argentina, you know, like we hate those guys. <laughs> Don't worry, I mean, I, so do I. I think I remember, <laughs> I think it was the 2010 World Cup, you guys, I think it was, yeah, the last 16, I think you played Mexico, you played Argentina 2010 World Cup and Argentina scored an offside goal and they showed it on the big screen. <laughs> it, was, it was before VAR, so like, right, we know it's offside, but we yeah. legally can't change it. So, yeah, I can imagine just stuff like that must just really stick with you. Hey, yeah, that, that that's been... and the Nuera Penal. That, those oh, two. That yeah. But anybody it's, it's that's a national, like, hurt. <laughs> anybody that's eliminated Mexico in the World Cup has never gone on to win it. So, we're like a little curse out there. Uh, at least you have that. At least you have that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a curse that we put on people. Yeah. We we kind of have the an idea of question set. We're going to ask every country. Some of them might be more realistic than others. For example, if I'm asking someone from France or Brazil this question, they might give me a more upbeat answer. But I'm gonna I'm gonna power on and ask you guys this anyway. What what would you say to convince me and the listeners that Mexico could win the World Cup? I will lie a lot. <laughs> yes, go for it. Put on a, a massive no. poker face. I, I believe in in witchcraft. You know. And in Harry Potter magic, all that stuff. Like you guys are fast. You're really fast. (laughs) We're getting in touch with with Pogba's guy, so we're getting there. (laughs) You guys still have ten moles being that, eh? (laughs) Yeah, man. Like Um, Um, like, to be honest, there's not really much. We can't even convince our own people, you know, to to believe it. We can convince ourselves. <laughs> but no, there, there's something of uh, like Mexico shows up sometimes. Like yeah, if we, we, have, we get games where like literally we just surprise people. So if we could yeah. able to have those in a row, that would be that would be a thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, not but... entirely impossible that every team gets food poisoning. Yeah, no, no, especially if, if you're gonna be in the desert, so not a lot of people are used to that. So. That's true. <laughs> Dehydration up the ass. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank Sox you. Form. Thank you very much for all your time talking to us about Mexico, gentlemen. We're just going to leave you on one last que- one last question. Answer it as honestly as you want. You don't have to appeal to us or our listeners or anything. It's okay. We're all friends here. How far do you think Canada will get in the World Cup? I mean... You can the- say group stage if you want. The group I, I don't remember your group the group stage. Do you remember your the teams? We have Belgium, Belgium Croatia, yeah. and Morocco. Belgium, Belgium, Croatia, Morocco. Croatia, Morocco, and Belgium. What? Belgium. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could reach the 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 best of sixteen. I feel like Croatia is is good, but like inconsistent sometimes. So I, I feel you could get. My, my yeah, spe- is, especially that, if like, they can 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 deal with the hot maybe you can get there i think we have that similarity with saudi arabia and morocco because morocco is like morocco's nice man so i think i'd be more scared of morocco than croatia just like uh, <laughs> i'd be more scared of saudi arabia i wouldn't i wouldn't croatia's rude i mean in the last, had, like, go ahead, go in ahead. the last year i've had scotland come up against croatia in the euros and Modric's absolutely dominated the show and then broke my heart and then yeah. the other week, the team I support, Celtic, played Real Madrid in the Champions League. And again, Modric goes on to run the show in the second half and scores. And 
Real Madrid win that game. So, yeah, I am getting sick and tired of seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get ready for one more, baby. One more yeah. round of heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's I, a tough group. It's a tough group. It is a tough yeah. group, but I think Canada has speed and youth on their side, and they can surprise people. I guess the, the best you have going for you is that people are not used to Canada being good. Yep. Yeah. So they 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 might not prepare as they should. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people has us as the dark horse. Uh, a lot of people think we will surprise people, especially in a group with Belgium and Croatia, where there's question marks around them a little bit, right? So there's a little bit of Morocco. Yeah, but, but Belgium should be a lot better than they are. I agree, and I think honestly, I think if Canada get out of this group, it's because we get points on Croatia. I think we can, but you never know. Yeah. And on that note there, we'll start to round things up. So, gentlemen, you run your own po- you run your own podcast, Tacos in Europa. Where can we find you guys for the listeners at home who may be interested in Mexican football? We are everywhere. It is a Spanish uh, language podcast and it's Tacos in Europa, T-A-C-O-S-E-N-E-U-R-O-P-A. We're like that on every social media, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, we're on Reddit. Uh, you can find us on any uh, platform for podcasts, every single one of them. We're also on YouTube. We upload our, our podcast set with some visuals. We have like heat maps, uh, info that we're talking about, tables, things like that. And then you can also see our faces on there if you want to see what we look like as well. Yeah. Sometimes there my, there's my dog in the back, so that that may draw more, more people, I guess. She's always the main character when she comes <laughs> out. <so. laughs> uh, Michael, I'm starting to regret this. I think these guys are going to completely one-up us with their, with their setup. They've got, I don't have a dog. You need to get a dog, Michael. <laughs> I got a cat. Yeah, I got a cat. cat. Hey, that works. Yeah, that, that's very big in the internet, I, get, uh, I hear. True. Yeah. That's true. We're trying to get those internet brownie points. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Jen, thank you very much, Jorge and Edgar, for coming on. Um, the World Cup's coming up fast, so make sure to pay attention to everything we're putting out between now and then. We're going to be doing a couple of more of these podcasts for other countries, such as France and England and a couple other ones along the way. We'll be also dropping plenty of other stuff as well, some specials on YouTube. You can find us in all the places you know us too. You can find me, Paul, at paulmcnulty96 on Instagram. And you can find me at McCormyMichael on Twitter. Thank you very much, and we hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. FC 13 podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino. They offer in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and the MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. And the Bet99 mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Depositing and withdrawing funds are hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to you so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 on live chat. So go to bet99.com and make an account to get started. Remember to use our code 13thmansports1, but please gamble responsibly. 19 plus, play responsibly. Available to persons in Ontario only. Subject to successful AGCO registration and execution of an operation agreement with iGambling Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling, or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge.